refreshment at five o'clock. Where have you been since last Thursday? Jack sitting down on the sofa. In the country. Algernon. What on earth do you do there? Jack pulling off his gloves. When one is in town, one amuses oneself. When one is in the country, one amuses other people. It is excessively boring. Algernon. And who are the people you amuse? Jack airily. Oh, neighbors, neighbors. Algernon. Got nice neighbors in your part of Shropshire? Jack. Perfectly horrid. Never speak to one of them. Algernon. How immensely you must amuse them. Goes over and takes a sandwich. By the way, Shropshire is your county, is it not? Jack. Eh, Shropshire? Yes, of course. Hello. Why all these cups? Why cucumber sandwiches? Why such reckless extravagance in one so young? Who is coming to tea? Algernon. Oh, Millie, Aunt Augusta, and Gwendolen. Jack. How perfectly delightful. Algernon. Yes, that is all very well, but I'm afraid Aunt Augusta won't quite approve of your being here. Jack. May I ask why? Algernon. My dear fellow, the way you flirt with Gwendolen is perfectly disgraceful. It is almost as bad as the way Gwendolen flirts with you. Jack. I'm in love with Gwendolen. I've come up to town expressly to propose to her. Algernon. I thought you had come up for pleasure. I call that business. Jack. How utterly unromantic you are. Algernon. I really don't see anything romantic in proposing. It is very romantic to be in love, but there is nothing romantic about a definite proposal. Why, one may be accepted. One usually is, I believe. Then the excitement is all over. The very essence of romance is uncertainty. If ever I get married, I'll certainly try to forget the fact. Jack. I have no doubt about that, dear Algy. The divorce court was specially invented for people whose memories are so curiously constituted. Algernon. Oh, there is no use speculating on that subject. Divorces are made in heaven. Jack puts out his hand to take a sandwich. Algernon at once interferes. Please, don't touch the cucumber sandwiches. They are ordered specially for Aunt Augusta. Takes one and eats it. Jack. Well, you have been eating them all the time. Algernon. That is quite a different matter. She is my aunt. Takes plate from below. Have some bread and butter. The bread and butter is for Gwendolen. Gwendolen is devoted to bread and butter. Jack advancing to the table and helping himself. And very good bread and butter it is, too. Algernon. Well, my dear fellow, you need not eat as if you were going to eat at all. You behave as if you were married to her already. You are not married to her already, and I don't think you ever will be. Jack. Why on earth do you say that? Algernon. Well, in the first place, girls never marry the men they flirt with. Girls don't think it right. Jack. Oh, that is nonsense. Algernon. It isn't. It is a great truth. It accounts for the extraordinary number of bachelors that one sees all over the place. In the second place, I don't give my consent. Jack. Your consent? Algernon. My dear fellow, Gwendolen is my first cousin, and before I allow you to marry her, you will have to clear up the whole question of Cecily. Rings bell. Jack. Cecily? What on earth do you mean? What do you mean, Algy, by Cecily? I don't know any one of the name of Cecily. Enter Lane. Algernon. Bring me that cigarette case Mr. Worthing left in the smoking room the last time he dined here. Lane. Yes, sir. Lane goes out. Jack. Do you mean to say you have had my cigarette case all this time? 
I wish to goodness you would let me know. I've been writing frantic letters to Scotland Yard about it. I was very nearly offering a large reward. Algernon. Well, I wish you would offer one. I happen to be more than usually hard up. Jack. There is no good offering a large reward now that the thing is found. Enter Lane with a cigarette case on a salver. Algernon takes it at once. Lane goes out. Algernon. I think that is rather mean of you, Ernest. I must say. Opens case and examines it. However, it makes no matter, for now that I look at the inscription inside, I find that the thing isn't yours after all. Jack. Of course it's mine. Moving to him. You have seen me with it a hundred times, and you have no right whatsoever to read what is written inside. It is a very ungentlemanly thing to read a private cigarette case. Algernon. Oh, it is absurd to have a hard and fast rule about what one should read and what one shouldn't. More than half of modern culture depends on what one shouldn't read. Jack. I am quite aware of the fact, and I don't propose to discuss modern culture.